Grab your hard seltzer, a glass of wine, or a shot of tequila. It's time for Girl Talk. Let's get real. Welcome, everyone, to episode 20. I'm super excited about this episode. Me too. Yeah. Um, we, um, even the planning of it was absolutely hilarious. It was so much fun to plan. Yeah, definitely. We, uh, I think this is the, the most time we've ever spent planning an episode. Yes. Yeah. And even was- with some of the more serious topics that we've covered this one, <laughs> this one took us a long time, but it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. A lot of laughs so far, which gets me excited about the actual episode because I know there's going to be even more. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited about one of these questions. I don't even want to (laughs) know. All right, let's start with, well, first of all, since this is episode 20 and this is a big one, we'll get into what we're going to actually be doing, but let's, uh, we already started with the shot. Yeah, we are one shot in. Yeah, we're one shot in because we like for our big episodes to be a little bit more edgy. So, <laughs> you mean you'd like so, us to be more drunk? Is that what you're actually trying to say by edgy? <laughs> drunk Vina, but not slurring Vina, as not bringing out Drina. I like I, Drina is is reserved for non podcast moments. Well, we she we did the shit. <laughs> We did actually record one episode with Drina. It just never hit yeah. the air because it made no fucking sense. <laughs> I could not put two words together to form anything. <laughs> it was fantastic. Yes, I'm that, such a that's a file we will not delete for sure. <laughs> yeah, those filters will have to come out eventually. Okay, so let's start with what you're drinking and then we'll take our second shot and go from there. So I am currently camping in Austin. So of course, I'm going to give a shout out to one of our favorites, Austin East Ciders. And I have their spiced peach, which I know I have drank on a couple different episodes, but it is just so good. And, uh, and so I am drinking that tonight. What about you? I'm actually drinking ranch water, Rio red grapefruit hard seltzer. So Oh, that sounds good. I know I tried I, one of those ranch waters at your house, but it wasn't that one. That sounds ooh, good. That was the spicy one. Yeah. Oh, I love that one. And you put it over ice with a little bit of tahini oh, and a lime. Oh, my God. Mm, that Remember does sound good. <laughs> my gosh, that sounds good. Yeah. So um, ranch water, love their seltzers. Love them. And that one's so grapefruit? Far, and this one's real red grapefruit. Yeah. Okay. As you can see with the Texas Longhorn, they are a Texas company. Excellent. Excellent. So representing, representing the home state. So we have two Texas companies today. That's fabulous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have been to Austin East Siders now. I went there with my youngest daughter and so it was so good. So good. And last week they just came out with um, an apple pie cider that is limited edition. So I haven't been able to get down there yet. Hopefully they'll still have some when I get down there and then I'll grab us some and, and bring it to Dallas next time I come. Yes. Did you, uh, you went to the actual brewery, right? Correct. Well, I just learned that there's two, I did not know this. Um, I just learned that there's two of them. So now I have to go check out the other one. All right. So what is your shot? So my shot of choice tonight is I guess I'm just all into the old school uh, things that we always drink, but I 
have some good old fireball on hand. What about you? Fireball always rocks. Um, always. I was out of fireball. So I have new Amsterdam red berry vodka. Oh, that looks um, delicious. It, it, it tastes good. It does. I just, I, I'm not, you know me, I'm, I'm a tequila girl and I can, I can take a shot of tequila, not make a face goes down smooth, whether it's trashy tequila or good tequila, doesn't matter. I love tequila. Of course I love the good tequila better, but right. Vodka does not go down smooth with me, no matter what, even though I'm married to a Russian. Huh? So you're going to be making faces, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I not Without making a face. I should have had, I need to start having tequila on hand. Ooh, yuck. I do not like the tequila. I love tequila. That's a nice shot glass you got there. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Really? That's, that's how you answer compliment? What kind of best friend are you? Damn. Okay, for those wondering, <laughs> a shot glass says old men rock because my daughter gave it to me as a fucking present <laughs> in hopes that I wouldn't marry the young man that I married. <laughs> oh, was this pre pre wedding gift? Oh, but yeah, this was this was a few years ago. This she was, was just trying to remind you. <laughs> this is our attempt of remember old men rock, mom, and I was like, nah, I'm gonna marry this one. <laughs> <laughs> That was a solid attempt by your daughter. Yeah. Great attempt. Great attempt. Definitely. Um, but you know, it didn't work, but she had to shoot her shot. Like she would always wonder, should I have gotten that shot glass for my mom? And would it have changed her mind? And now she knows, nope, it didn't change her mind. She still married the youngin. I did. Hey, All old right. men still rock. They, they old men do. do still rock. Yes. I'm going to, we'll give our props to the old men. We're Gen Xers, so got to love our Gen X men. Yes. And we meet old in the most respectful way ever, because if they're old, then so are we. And there's nothing wrong with being old. Yes. Very true. Very true. So cheers. Cheers to you. Talk to you. Here we go. Back my life. <laughs> <laughs> that was a face. <laughs> oh, and I've watched okay. you shoot tequila before and not make a damn face at, in the mm-hmm. least bit. But yeah, that, no. that really didn't go down as smoothly for you, huh? No, I can drink. Um, and I apologize for my dogs in the back. I can drink tequila like water. Like it truly goes down perfectly. This did not. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Tequila does not go down like water for me. However, I just had a shot. I don't usually drink tequila, but I just had a shot the other night with tequila in it. That was really, really good. Have you ever heard of a Mexican candy shot? No, but I need to. Yeah. I had never heard of it either. Um, but the bartender told me about it and I'm like, okay, let's check this out. So it's watermelon something. I should probably have a better description, but watermelon something. Already won. Already won me up. Yep. Tequila. And then um, the rim has tahini on it. And then they give you a lime for after. It's very, very good. Really? (laughs) 
<laughs> are you 14? <laughs> the the top of a glass is called a rim. <laughs> I did, I did, you said rim and I totally went there. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. It took me a second. Like, what did, what did I say wrong? Why is she laughing at me? But yeah, now I know why. I love a good rim job with tahini. <laughs> wow. I'm not sure I would advocate that. Please don't try this at home, my friends. No, don't listen to my <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so tonight we are playing Truth or Drink. Yes, we are. So we've come up with questions for each other. We have five main questions and the one surprise question. And um, the rules, every time you ask a question, you can set the rules for that question. So whether it's like, whether or not you're asking them to name a specific person, then, then you have to say like the, the why behind it. Mm. If that's part of the rule, that's part of the rule. So if you're <sighs> going to answer it, you have to follow the rule of each question. Otherwise you have to take a drink. Wow. So we can't just answer. We have to answer specifically according to the rules. Yes. Per question. Okay. And I, I'm going to, um, I'm going to suggest because, you know, especially with me being a lightweight, we do want to make sure that we are coherent while we're recording this. This rule applies only to me, <laughs> but I am going to say maybe on the surprise question, if you choose to drink, if you choose to avoid the truth and you choose to drink, you have to take a shot. Ooh. Okay. Surprise question is okay. a shot. I'm game. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Episode 20, truth or drink. Here we go. Okay. Everybody you place wanna... your bets. Who's going to drink more? Because uh, we know Vina's the lightweight. So I'm going to say that Vina will be the one slurring by the end of this episode. But you guys tell us what but you think. I'm the one that's the bigger open book. And I'm the one that will answer most of the very controversial shit. Okay, that's very true. Very true. You're not wrong. But you are already talking about rim jobs with Tahin. So that's, that's just because I'm a 14 year old inside. <laughs> <laughs> I will always be middle schooler. <laughs> oh, Lord, I really hope I just kind of pulled that age out of my ass. Wow. That's a theme we're going with right now, aren't we? <laughs> That was so unintentional. Sometimes I was so good and I don't even mean to be. <laughs> I pulled that age right out of my ass. But I am definitely hoping that 14-year-olds don't know what a rim job is. Do they, you think? In 2022, I love you. But 14-year-olds definitely know what a rim job is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? Um, I'll ask you first. Because I've really tried to come up with at least one or two questions that I think will make you drink. But again, like you said, you are the more open of the two of us. So I don't know. We'll see if I can make you drink or not. This one, I, I know you'll answer, though. I'm just curious to hear your answer. If okay. there is one thing you could change about yourself, either personality or physically, what would it be? Hmm. That's a good one. Um, it would definitely be it. You know, it's funny because my husband and I were just playing um, a game over the phone about uh, kind of like 20 questions or not 20 questions, but couples questions. And he it, it was a similar question to this. And if I could change it, it would be my, in my personality. 
I am overly sensitive. And it's because I'm an empath. And I uh, just posted a meme about this where I cling to all the stuff that you don't even say. Like I, I, I read everybody like a book. I read your eyebrow movements. I read your the look in your eyes. I read the silence. I read uh-huh. everything. And it makes me very overly sensitive. And sometimes the person doesn't even mean that. But the empath in me clings to it. Yeah. And I that's the part that I I envy people who aren't empaths. Like I truly do. There's a lot of good things with empaths, but there's a lot of draining really, really bad things that go along with being an empath. Yeah, that's very true. It, it definitely is an amazing thing because you do read into emotions that other people can't tune into. But I understand what you're saying. It is emotionally draining and you have to be really, really careful who you put yourself around because it can make or break <laughs> your entire day. Oh yeah. And yeah. You, you take those, those emotions that you read, you quite often take them onto yourself and, yeah. and you check your mood changes according to the people around you and Absolutely. that's for who or who you tune into. Yeah. You don't always tune into the happy person. Quite often the empath turns it tunes into the person who's struggling the most. Right. Yeah. I would say more often than not, we yeah. tend to, to lean towards the negative energy or the sad energy because it like, I can just picture like when a dog's interested in their ears, you know, perk up. It's like that, like, oh, why are they sad? Why are they, what's going on? I have to find out. And it, it's like this instinct that you can't stop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's, that would be the, the one thing, even, even just to take a break from it, yeah. you know, just to, to step back and, and not have that, to be able to interact with people without taking on their emotions mm-hmm. and, or reading far too, you know, way too deeply, Yeah, basically. Yeah. It, it leads into a lot of overthinking for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I read somewhere, something that really helped me. I read, I can't remember the source now, but it said that if your energy is feeling off, that you should stop and check in with yourself and try to get to the bottom of it and discover, okay, is this my energy or am I absorbing someone else's energy? And therefore need to get rid of it. And I think that helps a lot because, you know, if you're feeling stressed or sad or, or something that, that makes you feel off and then you can stop and check in with yourself and then say, okay, wait, this isn't even mine. I, I got to let this go, but yeah, that's hard. I mean, I'm not, uh, uh, it's not that easy, but it does help sometimes. Yeah. I, I want to do that. You know, I definitely want to do that, but yeah. it doesn't always work out that way. No, not at all. I agree. Okay. All right. You ready? My turn. I am. I'm ready. Um, what was your most dramatic past breakup that you're actually kind of embarrassed about? And I want the story. Oh, that I'm actually kind of embarrassed about. Yeah. Like it was just overly, you know, those high school college breakups and you're like, Looking back on it, you're like, oh, okay, I'm a little embarrassed. <laughs> Don't act like you didn't have breakups when you sat in your room and you played um, the soundtrack to uh, Dirty Dancing. She's like the <laughs> over and over and over again. Okay. Uh, for me, it was Chicago. You're a okay. hard habit to break. <laughs> there you go. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, that Chicago album was like all the good and breakup love songs all at once. Oh yeah. yeah. And I'm sure you had a breakup mixtape because I know I did. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Hmm. And you quit crying long enough to rewind it and then you start crying again. <laughs> Okay. Well, I actually have two, believe it or not. So I'm, I, I'm trying to decide which one to, uh, to go with, but I'm going to go with my high school and because I, I think it's, uh, it's probably more embarrassing. So I dated this guy all throughout my high school years and even into college, we were kind of on again, off again all the time, but he was four years older than me. And so once we got to a certain point in high school, he was, I was 16 and he was 20, which by today's standard sounds really weird because I know today that's like, oh my gosh, what the hell? But back then, like in the eighties, that wasn't a crazy thing. There was a lot of people that were dating like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so he was four years older than me. So I'm in high school. He's out of high school, much more mature than me. And so we were on a date and, uh, and just make it out a little bit. And then the day ended and I went back to my house and I got scared because since he's older than me, I thought he was going to pressure me to have sex and I wasn't ready to have sex yet. And so instead of being a normal ass person and just telling him like, Hey, um, just so you know, I'm not ready to have sex yet. Nope. I created a whole dramatic ass (laughs) scenario. I called him. At, he lived a, a little bit away from me. So I let him get home. I called him once he got home, pretended like I was drunk, which I was not. I was sitting in my bedroom in my mom and dad's house, totally sober, but I pretended like I was drunk and I was obnoxious as fuck. Just like trying to piss him off, trying to piss him off to the point where I made him break up with me <laughs> because I was being such a pain in the ass to him. And that is how I got out of that relationship which I looking back on it I'm like what the what the hell was wrong with me like why didn't I just say hey just so you know (laughs) you're older and I'm not really ready for that yet but nope I I forced him into breaking up with me but I didn't want to break up with him I just didn't want to have sex with him right but you couldn't just be honest (laughs) I my 16 year old mind had no idea how to do that I was so embarrassed. Yeah, I was so embarrassed to admit that I wasn't ready for that, that for some reason in my head at that time, it was easier for me to put it on him and make him break up with me. (laughs) What a dumbass. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know if you're, if he uh, is out there listening right now or if you're still in touch with him or whatever, but hope he is because <laughs> now he knows. <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, I, I actually am still in touch with him. So I'll send him the link to this when, uh, when it comes out and say, Hey, in case you were ever wondering. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, full circle. I love it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> oh yeah. The things we do when we're young. <laughs> I'm telling you, like in my 16 year old head, it was impossible for me to admit that. Impossible. Like I had oh, yeah. no words. I had no, 
no idea how I would just say, Hey, by the way, I'm not ready for that. Like it just never occurred to me that that could be a thing. No, I, I completely get that because I, I was so insecure when I was younger and I, my mom didn't really talk to me about stuff. So I didn't really, I didn't really have an older person to talk to us Gen Xers. We, we didn't have parents to talk to about stuff like that. Like our parents didn't talk to us about that. Baby boomers did not tell you about sex and about, you know, drugs and about, because we didn't have that. We didn't know how to handle shit like that. Right. No, I've definitely told my girls that, that, you know, my mom and dad never talked to me about anything like that. I think it was just the under underlying rule that you don't do drugs and you don't have sex until you're married. And that's just life. Like you should know that we didn't talk about that stuff. So I had nobody that, I mean, in retrospect, I had people I could have talked to, but at that time it was such a monumental issue, like sex, drugs, and rock and roll. You just didn't, you didn't approach that with old people. You didn't talk about that with, you know, no, <laughs> never. No, yeah. So instead I just took the chicken way out and made him break up with me. <laughs> <sighs> Silly me. That's awesome. I want to hear after you send him the link, I want to hear his response. Okay. <laughs> I just want to talk to listeners right now who might, um, be hearing my dog in the background because she has been with us since day one of our podcast and she has been the most quiet boxer just sitting there listening to us intently and tonight of all nights she has decided to play with her squeaky toy (laughs) right behind my chair and she's throwing it in the air and catching it she doesn't do this (laughs) but tonight we do (laughs) tonight is the night Night is the night. And so I apologize for my fur baby, but she is having a freaking blast. You know what? And that's all that matters. If we can have fun, then she should be able to, too. So in the background, that is my fur baby having an absolute blast with herself. And don't judge. All right. You ready for your next one? I am. Okay. Truth or drink. What is the absolute dumbest thing you've ever done? to impress a guy (laughs) well that was a scary ass snicker (laughs) oh my god I can't believe I'm gonna admit this oh I can't wait tell me more that's how that's how much of a lightweight I am is that I'm more afraid of taking a a drink (laughs) than I am Finishing this episode than I am of answering this question. Wow. Okay. Well, that's good. That All way right, we get we the truth. So, so there was this guy in high school. I think I was like in, I think I was, a, I was a freshman. Yeah, I was a freshman and I loved him. He was a rocker and he had like long hair and he was beautiful. And, you know, in the eighties, the guys had, in the 80s, I just want to put out there, in the 80s, the guys had as beautiful, if not better hair than we did. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was long and curly and perfectly coiffed. And, and it was feathered and hairsprayed. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like they and they. it's not that they were feminine. They were still like, rah, man, not that there's anything wrong with that. But 
they were still manly men, but by God, their hair was perfect. Perfect. Definitely. You could just grab a hold of, but anyways, um, I got sidetracked. Calm down. <laughs> calm down. Got lost. Got lost in my thoughts. So, um, there was a guy and, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> the type of women that he loved or liked were not me. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. That's one they way to word not, it. Yeah, not me. <laughs> so I wanted to impress him and he finally called me one time <laughs> and he, I had already started learning Spanish. It was my first year of Spanish. <laughs> Stop making that face, Cheryl. <laughs> you are trying to laugh silently, but it's not working. <laughs> okay. This is already so good. I can't wait to hear so, the rest of it. And while he's on the phone and I'm talking to him to impress him more, I would every once in a while, <laughs> oh God, every once in a while, I would hang on just a second. And I would like act like I was putting my hand over the phone, you know, to kind of muffle it a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I would go and speak Spanish. <laughs> and not all of it. Wait, it was to it was to my cousin who was a Spanish speaker. <laughs> what the no. I explained that. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have a cousin that is from Spain living here. <laughs> And I would speak Spanish and it was like, I would say things like, I would say things like, uh, in la basura, <laughs> in the trash. <laughs> but he didn't know what you were saying. So it just sounded <laughs> hot and romantic. <laughs> basura is such a pretty word. And he, you know, he was like, he was like, oh no, go ahead. <laughs> I would say things like, in the trash and your shirt is red and you're <laughs> Everything, all the solid shit that you learn in Spanish one. <laughs> La casa es muy blanca. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I faked that shit and I did like the basic, basic Spanish. And some of it didn't even make sense, but I used all the pretty words so that, because I had, I had a really good accent. And my, I remember my teacher saying, you have a knack for this. Like you have a really good accent. And I went on to become fluent. (laughs) (laughs) And you were like, gracias. (laughs) (laughs) Not at that time. (laughs) So yeah, I faked it and um, spoke Spanish to my pretend cousin from Spain. That (laughs) is hilarious. There's a video that I used to show my students called um, One Semester of Spanish Love Song. Have you ever heard of that? No. I have to send it to you. So the guy is, it's exactly the reverse of what you're saying. The guy is white and he's trying to impress this Latina and all the Spanish he knows is Spanish that he learned in his Spanish one class. So (laughs) he's singing her this song and like giving her flowers and unbuttoning his shirt. And he's like, hola, senorita. And the whole thing is just like, whatever he's learned in Spanish one, el gato es muy grande. (laughs) But he sings it very romantically, like, la biblioteca está bonita. (laughs) In la iglesia no está bastante. (laughs) What? Yo también. 
better though. It sounds perfect. <laughs> it sounded so beautiful. And I was trying so hard to impress him and I knew that he didn't know Spanish. So I just went for it. <laughs> so did it work? We all have to yeah. know. Okay. It got me a couple skate dance at the roller skating rink. So yeah, it worked. Oh, hey, hey, it worked. <laughs> Good job. Moral of the story, but, that, you know, another language to hook a guy. <laughs> Exactly. And the sad thing is, is I did become fluent in Spanish later and I wanted so bad to call him and say, I really do know Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) I swear. I swear. (laughs) Like I know more than the trash is pretty. (laughs) But do you really need to know more than the trash is pretty? Like, come on. (laughs) Yes. Like I love that language and I totally butchered it just to impress a guy. I'm a horrible person. (laughs) <laughs> no, he should, he should feel honored that you went to those lengths to impress him. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, that's my I don't have a fucking cousin from Spain. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. You're going to go, go big. Yep. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> okay. Wow. All right. Here's the next one for you. Truth or drink. Okay. Is there someone from your past? Okay. That would finally bring you, Cheryl, who is the most non-confrontational person I know. That <laughs> unlikely, totally opposite. Yeah, very is true. Someone, <laughs> yes. Is there someone from your past that would that if you had the opportunity to, you would throw hands with? Ooh, wow, that's a good one. And if so, who? Oh, ooh. Okay. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> I know for a fact he doesn't listen to this podcast. So, um, yeah, there definitely is. I obviously, as we've discussed in prior episodes, have never even gotten into a fist fight. So the chances that it would happen are pretty slim, but there is. Yeah, I uh, in college dated this guy and um, he got into a little trouble with the law where he was living. And so the judge said, uh, said, okay, I won't put you in jail, but you got to get the hell out of the city. And so my mom and dad being the saints that they were said, he can come stay with us because we lived in a different city. So my mom and dad let him live with us. And then that happened to be the time when I was going to Mexico to study abroad. So when I left for Mexico, he remained living in my house And he treated my parents like shit. He disrespected their curfews. He got, he borrowed my car while I was gone. He got my car smashed into like just a complete asshole. So the day I came back from Mexico, my mom and dad picked me up at the airport. And on the way home from the airport, they were like, Hey, how was your trip? By the way, he's got to go. And so I, I kicked him out. Like as soon as I got home, I mean, God bless my parents for letting him stay there. They were yeah, saints. I know that guy. Yeah. Like I would throw hands with that guy and I have been in fist fights. Yeah. Like yeah. I would fight him for you. Yes. Complete asshole. You can keep up your um your streak of no fist fights. I would do it for you. (laughs) Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. And his name is Hank. And anyway, there you go. Yeah. Anyone who knows me from that time period will tell you that he was a piece of shit. He spent, I, I don't know because I didn't keep up with him, but I know at least the, the years when I still had mutual friends, 
with him that he spent quite a lot of time in jail. And I wouldn't be surprised to find out that he did some time in prison, just not a good guy at all. And so I definitely dodged a bullet and thank goodness my parents made me kick him out. Cause I not only kicked him out, I broke up with him for being such a shithead to my parents. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're, again, your parents are saints. Like yeah. your parents were amazing people. So fuck yeah. that dude. Exactly. And how sweet of them that they didn't kick him out while I was in Mexico. They totally should have, but they uh, waited till I got home and then I did it. I was like, you're out. Goodbye. Yeah, because we all know your dad's a badass secretly. Oh yeah, my dad could have mutilated him. Between yeah. my dad and yeah. my brother, he's he's lucky that they didn't. Yeah, for sure. Woo. All right. Well, yeah, that's that's a well-deserved ass whooping. Yeah. Okay, my turn. Here we go. Right. Truth or drink. Have you ever done anything but didn't get caught that would be considered a felony if you were caught? <laughs> oh geez what a laugh <laughs> are you drinking drink. oh okay after we're done recording i want to hear this story <laughs> ladies and gentlemen even... i just want you to understand that we just made the world's most open person <laughs> quiet <laughs> now one more drink one more drink that, that was kind of a light um, one. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, when the, when the recording is off, we'll, I'll share more. <laughs> then I'll know lots. So you better make sure that we never, uh, become enemies again <laughs> no i'll take 100%. you down <laughs> <laughs> okay all right good question by the way thank you yeah it, it's a it takes a lot to get me to not drink <laughs> yeah and and you didn't even have a damn thing to say about it you just shut right up and tip that can yeah. up so it must be a good story. No. You said felony, and I said, oh. <laughs> drink, 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 drink. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, okay. All right. I've yet to make you drink. That's true, so, which is interesting because I'm not nearly as open as you are. You're not, but tonight you have been. Let's <laughs> see if that continues. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't like the look on your face right now. <laughs> All right. Cheryl. Fina. <laughs> what is your craziest secret sexual fetish? <laughs> <laughs> well, you already talked about rim jobs with Tahin, so... <laughs> I guess that's off the table. <laughs> I'll never, I have Tahine in my fucking pantry. I will never again look at it the same way. <laughs> well, just keep it in the pantry and not in your bedroom. And I guess it'll be okay. <laughs> but on another note, I'll be drinking to that one. <laughs> um, 
Okay. I'm gonna guess it though. I'm I'm gonna no, like I want I want I want to know. I want to know. Have I mentioned that Austin Eastsiders spice peach is some good shit? <laughs> Does it choke you when you swallow it? Not at all. Do you see how smoothly it goes down? Really? <laughs> really? I am totally sending a bottle of tahini to your husband. Be like, ask your wife why I'm sending this to you. <laughs> Just make sure you take it with you on your next weekend off base. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You're cut off. No more drinking for you. <laughs> am I cut off or am I choked off? <clears throat> what? Choked off isn't even an expression. What the fuck? <laughs> Who says that? Who says that? I was driving down the road and this guy choked me off, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> don't don't be making shit up. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Uh, let me see one more really good one. Okay. Thank you. Are Let's you happy check. now? Yes, I am. Okay, <laughs> good. Ready for your next one? Yes. Okay. Truth or drink and you can't make it up. Okay. Where is the craziest place that you and current hubby have ever got it on? <laughs> okay. I would. I would choose to drink, <clears throat> except for the fact that my husband oh, was, he told a friend about it and didn't realize while he was telling the friend that my grown kids were in the other room because I would choose to drink to protect them from it, but because <laughs> they now know, <laughs> um, we were in the Guadalupe River going down the river. And there were about 500 people all around us, but no one knew it was going on. <laughs> no one knew? No, I was in the river. <laughs> well, no, wow. the river's like, the river's like this high. You don't know what's going on and we're sharing a raft. <laughs> <laughs> so you were underneath the water, not on the raft. The no, we were underneath the water. Got you. Were your kids oh, with you? Because I know you frequently went to the river with them. Uh, they were uh, downstream. <laughs> they they were downstream. We had not yet <laughs> caught up. Got but you. There were there were about five hundred drunk rednecks all around us. Wow! Uh, cheering us on, and we were cheering back. While it was happening. Woo! <laughs> so they knew or they didn't know? They didn't know. They were just like, everybody, like, if you've ever been on the Guadalupe River and I want you to go. Yeah, I'd love Everybody's to. like, it's it's like Mardi Gras on the river. Oh, it's, sweet. But it's Mardi Gras, Texas rednecks, and we're all drunk as fuck, and we're all in inner tubes, and there's people on the shore, there's people in the water and everybody's friends with everybody and everybody's sharing everybody's liquor. And you literally drink for eight hours wow. straight as you're, and it was a deep part. So why not? We connected and 
We connected. We connected. <laughs> Is that what but we're saying these days? We connected yeah. under the water. <laughs> so people were, you know, everyone yells and cheers for everybody. They didn't know what they were cheering for, but yeah. <laughs> wow. If only There's they that. knew. Now they know. Now they know. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, great. Well, my husband Bill, um, on, he was bragging to a friend and he was like, oh shit. And the kids were like, oh my God, we were in the fucking river. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And they're like, That's where it fucking flows. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> Good job, hubby. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we um we were very creative with our, where we had sex. That's good. For sure. I, I feel like that's important for a relationship. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. It can get stagnant and boring very easily if you're not adventurous. Oh, yeah. One thing that is not stagnant with mine and his <laughs> sex life, it, that is not stagnant whatsoever. Good. I get choked up thinking about it. Oh, do you now? <laughs> yeah, I can see where you would. It's quite emotional to think of, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. That's what I meant. All right. Next question for you. Your turn. Truth or drink? Is there someone you consider the one that got away? Ooh. And if so, who? I have to say his name. First name only. Really? Oh, damn. <laughs> okay, I'm going to answer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> so interestingly enough that you chose these questions, it's the same guy that I pretended to be drunk and break up with when I was 16 years old. <laughs> so... Yeah. We started dating when I was 12. So just for anyone who's doing the math, I was already a freshman in high school when I was 12. So it's not as weird as it sounds. I just. How did that happen? Well, because I was double promoted because, you know, back in the day, they didn't have like, like extracurricular gifted classes. They just moved you up a grade if you finished oh. your curriculum. You so up a grade twice. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. So I was already. I'm the dumb friend. <laughs> You're not the dumb friend. Stop that. I'm the dumb friend. <laughs> That's just how they did things in Ann Arbor. So, so I was already a freshman in high school. So not, not totally weird that I had a, a boyfriend that was also in high school. By today's standards, if you think of that, it sounds weird. But anyway, so, so we started dating when I was 12. And then we were on and off, on and off, on and off, all the way till I was 22, I guess. Like right before I met my ex-husband. And then I got married. He got married. He got divorced. I was still married. I got divorced. He got remarried. And it's just been like cat and mouse, cat and mouse. And uh, yeah, yeah. So we've never as adults, like full grown adults been single at the same time, but 
if we ever were, it would be interesting to see what happens. I mean, who knows? I don't know what would happen, but it would be interesting right. to see. I love it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but okay. we're still really, really good friends, which is nice. I like that. Which is very mature and wonderful. Like, yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, from 12 to 22, I mean, that's 10 years of pretty much my entire, you know, childhood and young adulthood. So he knew my family, I knew his family, we spent a lot of time together. And so yeah, there, there's a lot of history there. I, I don't know about y'all, but I think this sounds like a Hallmark movie in the making. I'm just saying. <laughs> Well, if it ever happens, then it would be a pretty cool story because I guess we've been <laughs> friends now for 30, yeah, 37 years. That's a long time. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, now I really listen to this episode. <laughs> I'll tag him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, keep me posted. <laughs> I, you'll be the first to know well I guess third because him and I would be the first third to know yeah if anything oh. ever happens oh yay you're dumb friend oh my gosh <laughs> stop it <laughs> Not okay even. all right your turn okay next question truth or drink have you ever, okay. it doesn't have to be with current hubby, with, with anyone you've ever been with, have you ever had to, emphasis on the had to, fantasize about a celebrity to get into the mood? Not that you wanted to, to like spice it up, but you had to because it was just that like ugh, uneventful. And if so, we want to know what celebrity. We don't want to know what guy, but what celebrity? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I already know which celebrity, too. Yes. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yes. Okay. And anyone who knows me, you. Uh -huh. Anyone who knows me, like legitimately anyone who knows me knows that Y'all already know who it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure. I'm tagging him in this also. Oh, say yeah. it again. Sorry, I talked over you. Oh, that's okay. It's Vin Diesel. I'm going to tag him in this. Yeah, I I literally have been in love with Vin Diesel. Not in that way, but like, in, like I, he is my go-to, like, if I ever had a celebrity call pass, <laughs> it would be Vin Diesel. He's your go-to yeah. when it comes to fantasizing. <laughs> oh yeah. I just want him. I just want him. Okay. Give me a moment. <clears throat> I just want him to sit beside my bed and read me a romance novel in his voice. That sounds like he just gargled with gravel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And is that, is that pretty much what you fantasized about when you were with whoever couldn't do it for you? Fuck yeah. <laughs> about him reading a romance novel sitting on the side of the bed. <laughs> Just fucking calling my name. Oh my God. 
Like I can't imagine. If I ever heard Vin Diesel say Vina, game fucking over. <laughs> I wonder if he has a cameo. It would totally be worth paying him to just say Vina. <laughs> think he has a cameo? He might. I don't know. Mm, okay, I'm gonna I look and know. see. I'm gonna look and see. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, look at their name. Vin, Vina. You guys are meant for each other. I mean, I know you're married. No disrespect to hubby, but. No. Yeah. Is there someone from the time of your marriage that if you could tell off, you would tell off? And if so, what would you say? Mm. If you could finally just get it, just set the record straight and just let them fucking have it. Not your ex, but someone from that time period. What would you say? Okay. Or like, I don't think you have to name them, but. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I will totally answer this one. So (laughs) my ex spread some rumors about me when we got divorced and the rumors were ridiculous. And um, just something like so far-fetched that I would never, ever, ever do. But we have mutual family friends that believed it and didn't even ask me, didn't bother to check in with me and say like, Hey, did you do this? Didn't even ask, just decided that, yep, it was true. And then went on to tell some other friends of ours, can you believe that Cheryl did this? And so, yeah, I would totally have it out with um, the the wife of the couple is the one that likes to talk the most. So I would totally have it out with her and ask Ooh, how she could. Say have, I already know who you're talking about. Oh, I know you do. Yeah. Just uh, just uh, it blows my mind that like I babysat her kids. I taught her kids. I was around her family all the time. And for her to believe this rumor without ever checking with me and not only believe it, but go on to gossip about it. Yeah. While pretending to be your friend. Oh yeah. 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 And still messaging me on social media, wondering why I blocked her. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I would have it out with her. I I've learned to let it go because, you know, ultimately I understand that if someone's going to believe something that awful about me without ever checking in with me, then I don't need that person in my life. But when it happened, yeah, when it happened, I was really hurt that, that not only would she believe it, but then she would talk about it to other people that were our family friends and in a couple of cases in front of her kids. So her kids believed it. Or at least, I don't know if they believed it. I never asked them, but they at least heard it. Yeah. And yeah, like that was just shitty. So yeah, I would definitely have it out with her if I care. Well, I completely concur. Um, I agree because I know exactly who you're talking about. And yeah, yeah. I'm going to leave it at that because (laughs) I'm going to say more than I want to. Eh. But you know what? And I think whenever we go through rough shit in life, we figure out who, who are our true friends and who we can just live without in our lives. And so live and learn. Yes, I definitely. Well, I mean, I've shared my divorce story and how I lost even family because mm-hmm. family believed yeah. the rumors and made the assumptions and 
you know, so it, it extends even to family where they can just, you know, fucking suck basically. Yeah. Um, I guess the lesson in all of that is that go to the fucking horse's mouth, like go to the person and, and ask. Right. Because, because you're, even if you don't get the truth, if you're a, if you're a decent human being and your, your intuition is high, you'll be able to tell whether or not that person is sincere and that person is telling the truth. Like at least ask, get both sides of the story and then you can make your decision. All right. Ready for your surprise question? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Okay. So, you know, in men in black, they have the little wand that erases your memory. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you had that little wand and you could unleash all your feelings on one person in your life, everything like deepest, darkest shit you ever wanted to unleash and then erase their memory. So they wouldn't remember that you unleashed it all. Who would you do it to? Oh, fuck. (laughs) I could unleash everything. Yeah. Absolutely anything. And then erase it. And then they're not. If I erase, okay. Caveat, right? Mm -hmm. If I erase that, do I erase all of their previous knowledge of me? No, you only erase what you just told them. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point that I should have clarified. So unlike the Men in Black movie, you're you're just erasing that chunk of time where you unleashed on them. Yeah. But you feel better because you got to get it all out, like every last little thing that you've been holding in. Yeah. Can it, can it, can it, instead of one person, can it be a group that is a common denominator type thing? Absolutely. Yeah, I do. Okay. I have it. Let's hear it. It would, it would be, it would be my parents and my siblings and my like that immediate family. Okay. Yeah. Cause they fucked me over the biggest after the divorce. So you would just let them yeah. have it. I would let them have it. I would tell them exactly what really happened because I've never been able to, I've been able to tell my parents a little bit um, and finally got them to understand, but I would want them to sit there and hear everything. And I would want them to hear everything that they did whenever I was at my lowest and they purposely did that to me. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I gotta be honest though. I, I don't know that I would hit that button. Wow. Really? I don't know that I would. Good for you. I think, I think the having the button would give me the bravery to unleash mm-hmm. and let them know exactly how they failed me in that moment. But I don't know that after feeling that re- like that relief of getting it all out, I don't know that I would hit that button. I don't know that because of the type of person I am, I don't know that I wouldn't just let them live with it. That's fair too. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> okay. Good one. Good one. All right. Okay. Yours. Hang on just a second. Let me take a moment. Okay. I'm scared. Are you ready? I think so. <laughs> okay. This question is a would you rather question. Ooh. And okay. if you refuse to answer, you have to take a shot. 
a shot. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Would you rather have to, have to have sex with one of the guys from our old friend group or spend a week on vacation with your ex? Do I have to spend time with him or can we like get there and go our separate ways? I mean, yeah, you can go your separate ways, but you still got to travel together and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's impossible. (laughs) There's no way in fucking hell I'm spending a week with my ex anywhere ever again for the rest of my life. So I would have to have sex with someone from our old friend group. (laughs) Wait, but I get to choose who, right? Yeah, no, you get to choose too. Okay, okay. All right. Um, well, that was fun. That was fun. That was fun. And we answered a lot more than I thought we would. We each only drank once, right? Yes, actually we did. All right. Well, that was episode 20. And if you haven't checked out episodes 1 through 19, we are on Spotify Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. And yes. you can also... Um, oh, just so everyone knows, Cheryl had a really great idea about a future upcoming um, kind of like a girls chat where yeah. we all, you know, invite a bunch of people and we get on Zoom and we have, you know, conversations and, you know, who knows, maybe we'll have a, a conversation starters like the questions that we had today. Um, and we'll just, you know, talk about things and just have a really good girls chat, girls Zoom. So yeah. Um, in the future, if you are interested in being a part of that, follow us on Instagram, shoot us a message, say, hey, I would be interested in being a part of that. Um, look forward to it. And we'll make sure that we get you the invite whenever we have it. Yeah, it'll just be a, a girl's night in and we'll all get on Zoom with our beverage of choice and uh, see where it goes from there. I think it'll be fun. Yes, I, I, I think it was a great idea on your well, part. Thank you. Thank you. I think it's it's very important to have those moments um, where you know we do have that girl talk, that woman talk, that female talk, where we feel safe, we feel like we can open up, we feel like we can have those open and honest conversations conversations with each other. So yeah, for sure. And I think in the future we can open it up to different types of discussions. But for this first one, I just thought of uh, of some of our specific female listeners and. Um, and a lot of us that the ones that came to the top of my mind, a lot of us have dealt with uh, male narcissists. So I think it would just be a really good conversation to have amongst women, you know, for, for this first time. But later it would be interesting to have a, um, a co-ed one and, and have fun with that too, because ultimately oh, yeah. divorce sucks for all of us. Yes, fully, yeah. fully, agree. fully yeah. agree. Um, there's just certain conversations that you can have and feel safe in a, in a all, um, woman. Agreed. Yeah. Atmosphere. So, yeah. So we'll start there and we'll grow from there. And, um, so yeah, if you're listening and you're interested, hit us up on Instagram or Facebook, let us know. Um, and we'll make sure you get the invite to that first, first chat. So, yep. It'll be a lot of fun. Yes. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for the Epic episode 20 and we look forward to the next 10. Have a great week. Thanks, everyone. Bye.